Welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with, as always, Laura Weinbach. Hello. Hello, hello. What up? Not, not so much. Not so much. Um, we're in the month of December, okay. though, and I guess... We are, indeed. I guess uh, our guest here has... Um, as indicated by our guest. <laughs> as indicated by our guest, we're in the month of December. Uh, we are... Our guest here is Chalky. Hi, well, thanks for having me. What's welcome. up, Chalky? Nothing. I'm really happy to be on one of your Christmas episodes this year. Yeah, I would say this is just going to start us off. Like, this is our yeah. official first Christmas episode. And honestly, there's probably only going to be one more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we only Holiday. do two episodes a month, so. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it. I guess we could do a Christmas episode just we like second do. week of January, but it might it might kind of throw oh, some people off. Oh, I see. In January. Oh, yeah. That could throw me off. It's definitely going to throw some people off. Uh, Chalky, if you don't know him, um, is a musician who's in L.A., and he is joining us now. Um, we we uh, we've seen you a couple times, or at least I've seen you a couple times at uh, Nick's. Um, what are they called? DJ Reels. Talkies. Talkies shows. Talkies. Yeah, talkies. Thank you. Um, yeah. We've talkies seen Chalky at Talkies. <laughs> Chalky with yeah, Talkies. I really like that show because I get to um, utilize my skills. That's a PowerPoint-based comedy show. Wait, you get to utilize your what skills? Yeah, Sorry, you cut, you cut out. out for a second. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get to utilize my PowerPoint skills. Oh, okay. PowerPoint, Very rare. right. That's right. He does a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's uh-huh. cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so if you haven't seen the show before, we go live every two weeks, every two Sundays at 7 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. So you can find us there. If you're not if you're not watching live right now, you can check us out the next time we do go live. Um, we also then later post it to podcast uh, services. So if you subscribe to something like you know, Spotify or whatever, what, whatnot, you can find us there later on. Um, our, the music that you just heard is get in line by Chalky. Um, Chalky, where can they find that by the way? Chalky.bandcamp.com. Hell yeah. Uh, by the way, I, I really dug that song. <laughs> Thank you. Super cool. Thank you so much. It's, um, hopefully at early next year, there'll be a whole record of stuff that sounds like that. That's what I'm working on right now. Nice. Is that nice. just like kind of a, a single release, or or is that um, part of like an EP? That was or on something? a four song. That was on a four song EP I released, but I got I somehow managed to fit all four songs on a seven inch. So it, and it sounds good still. Nice. I figured out right, you know, the right percentage of uh, I figured out the right percentage of audio mixing to fit all all funk, all the crunchy funk on a little four seven inch. So hell yeah, <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, and also if you have not tuned into this show before, we will be reviewing a movie in the second half of the episode. And this week's movie is Elves, which is a 1989 film. Um, tough to find these days, but you can find it for free on YouTube. So I guess in a way, I guess it's easy to find. It's easy to find in one spot It is only. the first thing that comes up when you search for it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess in that way, it's easy. But I, my first inti- instinct is to always go to like Amazon Prime or something and just see if it's on there. And I was like, oh, shit, it's not on here. But then, you know, I guess ev- everything finds its way. But not uh, everything is on Amazon Prime. I know, but I feel like they, (laughs) if you're going to go to like one service and you're just generally wanting the widest variety, I feel like Amazon Prime, not even as a commercial for them because I actually hate their streaming quality, but they do seem to have a pretty good selection, I will say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Um, anyway, so if you haven't seen Elves, uh, you can keep on watching and we won't be spoiling anything when we do get to it and we'll make it very clear when we are going to discuss the, uh, the plot of the film. But uh, yeah, you should stick around for that. I think that'll be a fun one to talk about. In the meantime, though, um, I want to just like hit us right over the head, right at the top of the show here, with a little bit of movie news that I actually find to be pretty significant and um, perhaps even like under discussed because I think it, this really could uh, be a pretty good indicator of of um, where streaming might be going and where movie theaters might be going. Um, if you guys haven't heard, uh, WB just announced that all of its 2021 films are going to be released digitally at the same time on HBO Max for free. Uh, so right. that includes stuff like Tom and Jerry, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, The Conjuring, whatever the next one's going to be called. All stuff I do not care about except for Stuff Tom I don't care about, too. <laughs> uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, The Another Suicide Squad. I could not care less about. Dune, I though, I will say I actually am excited about. Dune and Matrix 4 also uh, are on are slated currently for, for 2021. So all those films will be day and date on HBO Max and theaters, which uh, is something. <laughs> I have HBO Max, by the way, at the moment. I can comment on it. Can I borrow your log? Can I borrow your login? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, do you want to just actually say is, it live will... right now? <laughs> Um, okay, sure. Foxhillsbrigade at gmail.com password D-U-T-T-H-O-W-L Oh, the Heaven's Gate documentary. I heard about that. What was that again? What is that about? That's the cult who Nikes. Oh, right. Okay. Right, right, right. No, um... Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, about HBO Max, whatever. It's. I mean, to be honest, I prefer HBO Go now. Now, no, sorry. HBO now. HBO Go now. Get out. No. HBO now. There's HBO Go and there's HBO now. HBO right. now is what I had before, but the reason that I got HBO Max was because I wanted to watch, believe it or not, The Treasure of Sierra Madre, which I hadn't seen before. A very old movie, but like. Um, it's not that old. I mean, it's, I think it's from like the 1960s, maybe. Actually, I'm not sure. But point being, that was the only channel that it, I could find it on. And I was like, well, HBO Max is the same price as HBO Now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, we're already paying for this, so we're going to switch. But here's the catch. <laughs> you cannot access HBO Max from the Amazon Fire Stick, which is how we access all of our other stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a bust. Because now we have to like go on our phones and then cast. If we want to watch HBO Max, we have to like cast it to the TV, which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. <laughs> um, and like, this is crucial. This is crucial info to tell us. So thank you. Like yeah. HBO Max is supposed. To, HBO Max is supposed to be the one. It's supposed to be the all-encompassing one streaming service that you get. And now that it's going to have all these first-run movies, it is a huge game game changer. Yeah. I think. And I think we're all going to be enslaved to HBO now. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's something I'm going to try to resist it for as long as I can until probably Dune comes out and then I'll be like, fine. You know? I, yeah. So I, what, I mean, Chucky, I, I, what's, what, what are your thoughts too? Just like on, I, I mean, uh, how, how this affects movie theaters too, you, you know, like, uh, what, what, what is, or like, what's your opinion on I, just no. WB kind of, uh, I don't know, just 
partnering pretty hard. I, I with don't. It. Okay, so I don't. I'm not. I ain't mad at them for this decision. It mm -hmm. seems to make the most sense distribution-wise to get the most eyes on the movie. Which I realize. I mean, global conglomerate aside, just as a filmmaker, you want the most eyes on your thing. So the filmmakers are probably happy with this decision for the most part. I'm guessing it's a give and take. Of course, you want to see most movies on a big screen with big sound. Yeah. Um, for movie theaters, you know, I don't know. I'm. I think I'm. A, I'm older than you guys, but. Let's experience is like so important to me. I'm sure it's important to you too. Yeah. But I don't see movie theaters lasting another 20 years. I think they're going to go the way of the drive-in. That's really? what I'm really worried about with something like this where it's movie like theaters? Yeah, yep. movie, yeah. I mean I mean maybe maybe a maybe a like maybe a model like um the Alamo will be able to yeah. stay around based on alcohol sales. Yes. But I don't see I don't see ticket sales alone keeping places like AMT Hmm. AMC is hurting right now, and this is like a huge. Well, that's because we're in a pandemic. Um, yes, that's true. But this doubled up with like I feel like the pandemic is basically a, a kind of in for some of these big um, film distributors distributors to um, make these sorts of announcements. Like, hey, we're just we're partnering with the streaming service as sort of like a oh yeah because of the pandemic but also <laughs> i mean this is like i think the way they would prefer to go as well you know they're probably getting some crazy deal on the back end that if they cut theaters out and, not, and don't have to pay people to like you know run run these places and you know give out your but tickets then and don't, give but your movies also and, make money off box office sales and such okay. uh yeah that's true but i mean i'm sure hbo is is fronting them a huge amount of cash to make up for that, you know, but then because they know there's like a, a limit on, but there's a limit on then how much they can make then though. Um, you know? yeah, like, I feel like, like they're there's gonna not going to be any more like breaking box office record sales and such, such and such. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has me worried about, um, movie theaters in the long run too. Cause I feel like the, the, the general reaction to this is like excitement from people. They're like, Oh, thank God we don't have to go to the movie theater anymore. And I'm like, um, I love going to the movie theater. What? You know, I think people I'm like thinking, going to movies. I love going to the movies, but I don't want to be in a movie theater with a bunch of gross people coughing for like at least a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think maybe it might even cause the studios to rethink how they make pictures money wise. Like they're so used to making hundred million dollar movies now. And, you know, it's not going to bring in the same numbers like you said, Laura. So on box office sales. So maybe they're going to start thinking like, like, uh, you know, they did in the 90s with people like Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino. Like, maybe we should just give this guy $10 million and he can make two movies with it instead of $500 million. And Joss Whedon makes this, thing, you know what I mean? I think there might be some restructuring with how much budget budgeting works for production, too. Hmm. That would be cool. I mean, in that way. It might, yeah, it might, be, it might be a benefit artistically eventually, you know, in the long run. Yeah, I do feel like we've really lost, even watching the movie that we watched for today. I do feel like we've lost this kind of lower tier kind of just, just for fun and games kind of movies that actually get, you know, some sort of distribution. Um, because you, you saw a lot more of that in the 80s and 90s for sure. Um, you had your big tent poles, but it wasn't like a tent pole was coming out every two weeks like it is now. You know, I feel like I'm there's half these movies that I don't even... I'm like, wait, what? This is a sequel to what? And then it's connected to what universe? And I'm just like, I can't even... I, I sound like an old man, I'm sure, but I can't keep up with that. <laughs> like, it's too much. 
I'm right there with you. I am right there with you. I had no idea that Johnny Depp got fired from a Harry Potter movie. Oh, yeah. I did see that headline somewhere. Why did he get fired anyway, though? I just I saw that he got fired, but I want to know why, though. He, I believe he was um, uh, accused of beating his wife, was he not? Like, didn't they have some sort of domestic dispute between them? Yes. Mm. Yes. I'm not sure if that was why he got fired, though. I would be honest. I just remember hearing that story not too long ago that they had, there was, there was actually something in the news um, that came out that was like, one of them said that the other like threw shit at them, like human shit or something. Oh no, they left human shit in the bed. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Was it Johnny? But I think the court determined that it was an animal. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't hear about this, Laura? No, tell me more. Um, okay, let me get my facts Wait, straight Wait, somebody here. left shit in their bed in Johnny Depp and his wife's bed? <laughs> yeah, one of them. Johnny Depp says his ex-wife left shit, shit in their bed. <laughs> wow. That's okay, amazing. I'm pulling up the Hollywood Reporter right now, and the headline is, Johnny Depp says feces in bed was last straw in marriage to Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why was, did she put it there, I wonder? I mean, I guess I don't know too much about the um, ins and outs of this. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if she was doing it out of rage or out of love. Oh, absolutely out of rage, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> or I mean, out have of, you ever done that before? Famous people, they're just like, out of, like right. Or maybe she just thought it would be like an interesting art piece. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like know. Johnny's cool art. Here we go. I'll give him one right now. I'm gonna um, change my. I'm gonna um, be right back, guys. My internet connection is unstable. I'll be two seconds. Okay. okay. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Okay. Me and you, Laura. It's for the benefit of the show. It is. It is. Uh, in the meantime, Laura and I will look deeper into this uh, poop situation. Um, I mean, we don't have to, honestly. Like, there's oh, really okay. stuff to I talk mean, about. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. I guess we, I suppose we can move on from poop. I mean, that seems like One a prime point. topic for us. But mm-hmm. um, if you if you if you so choose. Uh, Laura, actually, why don't you tell us about what you've been watching lately? Well, okay. Or do you not want to? <laughs> no, I do. Or you uh, can talk about what you've been, what you're currently eating. If, well, if that's right. more appealing. I mean, okay, we could talk about that. <laughs> I was eating <laughs> some Kraft macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. The first bowl of which I had was delightful, amazing. Everything I hoped for and more. But then I had a second bowl. And that was not as good because the second bowl was comprised of noodles that I had made prior to the first bowl that I ate mm-hmm. and I overcooked. <laughs> and I do not like an overcooked noodle. No. And I have to say, it changed the flavor of the sauce, I think. Or maybe the sauce packet in that box was not as good. I don't know. Like I said, I feel that Kraft has changed their recipe and they're trying to go like healthy or whatever. <laughs> not good. But I wanted to tell you why am I eating Kraft macaroni and cheese tonight of all night? Well, for one thing, I really wanted it. For another thing, <laughs> I can't really eat anything else right now. And you want to know why? Why? Because yesterday I just decided to say F-U-C-K-I-T <laughs> and have two packs of Dorval Sour Powers, which I knew Wait, would not do me well in the wrong in the long run. Wait, hold on. Was this an artistic choice to spell out "fuck it," or are you trying to not swear right now? <laughs> it's yeah, Christmas it was, time. Kids are watching. It was both. Okay, all right, but, got um, it. <laughs> but yeah, 
man. Mm-mm. I was just thinking, I don't know what it was. I, I, I was, okay, you know what it was? I'll tell you what it was. Yesterday, and Chalky reminded me of this because he's drinking a bottle of Topo Chico, which I really, really wanted that yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I just really want some grapefruit flavored Topo Chico. <laughs> so we drove to all these different stores and I'm like looking for the Topo Chico. They didn't freaking have it at our usual market that we go to. And so we drove to this other liquor store over on College Avenue. Mm-hmm. We went to like three different places, basically. And finally, we came to this one place and they did not have the, the grapefruit flavor, but at least they had regular mineral flavor, which is very good still, um, as I'm sure you know, because you're probably drinking just that right now. And um, amazing. I wish I had it. I don't have any more right now. But I had my one bottle yesterday. But anyway, at that same store, they had something else that I really like that is often hard to come by, which was Dorval brand Sour Powers. Actually, I can just show you right yeah, now. Me, I want. I don't know what yeah, that is. We need a visual. Okay, We're I really like the strawberry flavor one, but these. Oh yes, the sour I apple. Those. This yeah. is a very good brand, and they don't have them at a lot of places. But when they have it, I see it and I go, I gotta get those, you know. And so, I bought some strawberry ones, and I bought these green apple ones, and I just thought. Man, this is not hurting my teeth right now. I can eat this, you know, because the last time I ate a lot of candy, my teeth got really hurt, which was during Halloween. And I was like, no more candy for me pretty much for a long time. Uh-huh. But then I ate these and I was like, I can eat these right now. It fe- I don't feel pain, you know. And so I ate the whole pack of strawberry ones and half a pack of the green apples. And like it seemed fine at the time, but today is another day. Don't <laughs> you let have- me tell you. My oh. teeth are in freaking pain right now. Like, like just eating this little popcorn. Ouch! It really hurts. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. Is it the sugar or is it the sour power? It's the it? acid. It's the, oh. it's the yeah. And it's my teeth. I realized something also really bad today that I'm very disturbed by, which is that. And I hope I hate to like badmouth this company, but guys, you got to make a freaking fluoride fluoride based toothpaste over here. I fell for that freaking ad on Instagram, you know, that that new toothpaste that comes in a jar that's like little tablets because they don't use plastic tubes. And I thought, I like that idea. That's a little thing I can do that I can get behind where I'm not like wasting plastic or whatever. You just get they come in a jar and it's these tablets and you chew on them and it turns into toothpaste. And I kind of just like the idea of it. Wait, I got it. But then you brush, right? Or do yeah, you yeah, just... yeah. You, you, okay. no, no, you, you do have to brush, but like right. <laughs> it just seems like a good thing, and you can get refills that don't waste another, you know, container or whatever. I thought you were just like bath bombing your mouth, like you're just no, throwing no, this no. in, and you're just like, "That's good enough." <laughs> no, but I didn't realize this. They didn't. It doesn't have fluoride in it, and I know a lot of people are against fluoride, but I realize now there's a reason for fluoride, which is that it makes your teeth stronger, and I need that shit. <laughs> Because my teeth are freaking hurting over here. And I just realized I've been brushing my teeth without fluoride for like the last three months or something like that. And that's probably why I'm so sensitive to all these things all of a sudden. So basically, I ate macaroni and cheese because it doesn't hurt my teeth right now because it's soft and I can do that. But everything else is pretty much painful. And so um, there you have it. Uh, by the way, my mom has chimed in. She has left her mark, and she says, "I loved, I love Kraft mac and cheese." So uh-huh. there you have it, everybody. Yeah, I have. I have the quickest sour candy story. Thirty seconds, if you yeah. give me. <laughs> sure. Like, um, <laughs> when, I, 
We would love nothing. When more. I was a kid, around eleven years old, like, what do you do when you're eleven after school? You go to like the the the, the convenience store and buy candy, and you know. And um, the Warheads were kind of new, and that company had a bunch of sour candy. And the guy who's on the 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 front of the Warhead, who's like head oh, is it? Guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You look just uh-huh. like- <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. You transformed. His name is Rodney Sauer, and on the Warheads, like, jars, they used to say, hey, call Rodney Sauer at this number. Mm. And so I wrote it down, and I would call him, and I, like, the guy who would answer is Rodney Sauer. We developed a relationship. We had a thing going on. Really? And, like, not romantic, just, like, yeah. I talked to him every day after school. And you could he, call like- him? Yeah. And, Wait, um, and he was this- a real person who picked up? Yeah, he was like, hey, Rodney Sauer here. And, Amazing. Like, Talk to him all the time. So we became friends and we'd like F with each other and stuff. And um, so he's you like, can swear, what? by the way, if you want. I mean, it's an option. I know, you totally can. <laughs> I know. So um, uh, he, he was like, hey, Corey, what's your address? My real name's Corey. He was like, hey, Corey, what's your address? And I gave it to him. And so I, I got in the mail a week later just a huge amount, like a crate of sour candy. From Amazing. Store. Wonderful. And I ate it and it destroyed my mouth and I couldn't eat sour candy for like Oh yeah. Years Those out. are hardcore. Those are, they hurt. They'd hurt to eat them, but you know what? There's a lesson to be learned from that because I myself have learned those lessons. <laughs> Call the companies of the things you like and they will send you free shit. That's I did that I with, man. yes. I did that with airheads and I got a lot of free airheads out of it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> But I'll tell you what I did not get for free that I wish I would have gotten more for free of, which was Lucky or General Mills. I made a petition. I wrote a petition. I actually had a petition that I sent them that I got signed by a, a few people to make all marshmallow cereal, you know? Oh, I think about that often. So I'm but right it exists now, by the way. You can actually get that. Not by General yeah, Mills. Not too old to eat shit like that. But, <laughs> but like as a kid, I really wanted it so bad. And I sent them a petition. They never even wrote back. Fucking dicks. <laughs> um, I have a question about Rodney. So like, yes. who, what? Can, what did you oh, yeah, learn Rodney. about? What did you, know, learn what about? Did you talk so, about? Actually, wait. First up, was he the creator of the Warhead? Or was he just like the face of the Warhead? Um, he was a cartoon. And... Um, <laughs> And I think he was just a guy that worked at the corporate headquarters that uh, had answered the phone. Maybe he was a kid. That in was the his mail- job. Maybe yeah. he was a kid in the mailroom, or maybe he was an intern, or maybe he was a guy like a higher up who was just like, "Yeah, I don't care." Like, because I'm sure they didn't get a lot of calls. You know what I mean? Well, what if it was like a guy in a room with no windows, and he actually wore a costume that was like looked like Rodney Sauer, and he just what if he really just genuinely do that? Like he was Sauer. into it. He was wearing like a Matthew Lesko type like. <laughs> suit with like question marks all over it and his hair was all spiked up and yeah who knows i don't know you know Rodney what sour <laughs> that's how we talk really he talked, he talked like a surfer bro yeah oh i love that I, that's yeah. what i what imagine did you guys talk about yeah god i good question so i would I, I, eventually we were talking about music and stuff and mm-hmm. we were talking about tv shows and he would ask me about school he asked me if i liked any girls at school like stuff like that you gotta oh think a father figure <laughs> father figure, your 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 Rodney Warhead. What if you told him you liked some girls at school? Was he like, oh yeah, describe her? No, but he was <laughs> like, he would say like, hey, you should ask her. You should ask her to sit with you at lunch. Like really nice, innocent advice. I remember oh, that. Wow. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so he was a nice, wholesome, sour, sour head. Yeah, yeah were, I, were, there, was nothing, there was nothing dark about my relationship with Rodney Sauer. I loved it. Loved it. Now, are you absolutely 100% positive it was always the same person that picked up? Or, right. 
Oh, you were not. Yeah. You were not positive. Okay. <laughs> In fact, were you positive there was more than one person picking up? I thought it was the same guy every time. I, I was smart. I was old enough to realize, like, I didn't believe in Santa anymore, you know, to you know, the next movie we're going to talk about. But I was old enough to realize it was a guy working there. Like, I yeah. knew it was a real person. But, like, yeah. I, I was, like, into prank calls and stuff. So I loved calling corporate numbers. And, like, this was, like, one inviting me to. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, it's kind of indicative of my whole life in general is, is, like, a guy that loves doing pranks and stuff. Like, I can't do pranks anymore because it's just I don't want to be mean to people. Yeah. Like, you and so, like, if I like, I was crank calling the um the Trump voter fraud hotline a couple weeks ago. Everyone was crank calling, but I was just ended. Up, I just ended up asking the kids about like the working conditions and if they got free coffee or not. And I wasn't being mean. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were just you were just holding up the line, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which is also Wait, so fair game. <laughs> when you say you liked to do pranks growing up, was that just prank calls, or did you like to do other kind of pranks? It, for, it started as prank calls and pranks on my family and friends and stuff, but nothing like too good. But like, I love pranks in general. It's just something I'm really attracted to just like as like, like, you know, from stuff from like Jackass to like. I was just going to say, do you like Jackass, the show? I do. It's very influential. Tom Green is really influential on me. And I have this series of videos that are like me trolling people on, on Second Life from like 15 years ago. And I like, I try to do it now, and I just can't do it because like I'm like I don't want to bother these poor people. You know what I mean? Like, what <laughs> you was feel the bad. Like, what was the most hardcore prank you did of all time? Yeah, or like one of the most hardcore ones you can think of. I got on Check Please Bay Area last year, and I think that's a pretty good prank. <laughs> what did you do what? on that? Yeah, <laughs> nothing. I mean, I'm just I'm just like it's funny. It's like you know, just me getting on a a, a PBS show. <laughs> In my mind, it is a prank. You know what I no, mean? No, that is cool. <laughs> I would love to be on that show. Wait, actually, I don't, I'm not very. Got to get on. That. What? What's this? What's this show? I don't actually check. Please, they go to like different restaurants and they just talk about if their experience at it, basically. Okay, so they like interview people <laughs> in the restaurant or something. Kind of, yeah. Okay, right? so then they inter- not- no. No, Dominic, this is it. It's the greatest show, and you're totally gonna binge on it and love it during quarantine. I know it. I watched three it regular bands. Three regular Bay Area restaurants all pick out, or three three regular Bay Area uh, residents all pick out a restaurant, and the other two go to the restaurants and they mm. they judge them. And so there's a lot of arguments and stuff. It's very good. Oh God, I will like that actually. <laughs> I loved it, and oh, I learned about a good restaurant from that show that I went to after watching it. It was a place that had really good meatloaf. <laughs> my episode is <laughs> yeah. My episode is good. There's an ep- there's a restaurant. Well, I picked Mama's Royal Cafe in Oakland for breakfast, um, oh, nice. but. There, there's a restaurant, and I forget where it is. It was like in Hayward or something that like I hated, and I torched, and it like closed down two weeks after my episode aired. No way! Really? Really? Oh shit! Yeah, that's why the, did you hate it so much? That's the biggest prank I've ever done. I took down a, a restaurant. Your influence. That's not a prank. That's, that's not, not a prank. Like hey. just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Permanently. It would be a prank if it was like actually really good and you were like, fuck this place, it's the worst. <laughs> and then you like put them out of business. Right. They're, they're, I that's like a. It, but Wait, if it was, was it, legit hate, was it, I mean. Why, why was it so. Why did you hate it? Yeah. Um, the food was bad. The drinks were bad. The service was bad. It was bad atmosphere. I could go on. <laughs> Those are good reasons. Yeah. Those are the classic reasons okay, to hate a restaurant. Gotcha. Got it. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's crazy though that two weeks later <laughs> it got put out of business i mean i don't think i single-handedly took down the restaurant i, I mean, you know i don't think i single-handedly took down the restaurant but I, 
Well, in con- in conjunction with the Czech Police Bay Area, that yeah. was what did it. <laughs> yeah, in collaboration with you. There are a few people <laughs> behind that. Um, Ow, this hurts. Mm. But oh, I love this pop- Then just don't do it. Uh, Chaki, no, I just what- have, to, <laughs> have to suck on this popcorn until it dissolves. In- <laughs> <laughs> Chucky, I wanted to get to what you've been uh, watching lately. Did you want to let us know what uh, if there's been a movie or two or three that you've been checking out lately? Yeah, so um, two movies that I watched that I don't know if you guys watched. I'd love to hear your opinions on it. But I, I watched the new Zappa documentary that was uh, made by Alex Winter, who is Alex Bill Winter? from Bill and Ted. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and that He's was also a really vampire good. in Lost Boys, and he totally wears the same cutoff sweatshirt type. Look. Yeah, he's, so like, he's also one of the bad guys. In- also one of the, the the henchmen in Death Wish Three, the best Death Wish. Um, <laughs> and uh, I could talk about wow. that. And I also saw the uh, the lesbian Christmas movie starring Kristen Stewart, The Happiest Season. And, and uh, yeah, both oh. those movies. Are, I've been thinking a lot about both those movies. I really? also I just watched Happiest Season uh, two nights ago. You watched what? Happiest Season, uh, the oh, movie oh. about the lesbian Christmas movie. I mean, that's the easiest way to summarize it. <laughs> I, I think my friend, I think Emily was telling me about that last night, but I haven't watched it. I mean, hey, it's like, why not? Just it's if you're looking for a, if you're looking for a lesbian Christmas movie, you honestly do not need to look any further than Happiest Season. <laughs> okay, good. Check that what, off the list. What, what did you think, uh, Chuck? <laughs> well, you know. Uh, um, it was problematic in a lot of ways, but I, I love. I'm I'm a sucker for like shitty Lifetime and Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, and I liked a lot of those actors in that movie, so I like watching them be in a cheesy style Lifetime Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but there weren't a lot of jokes that hit. I didn't laugh a lot and stuff. You know, oh, no. I mean, it was it was there. It existed, and I watched it, and I didn't hate it. But I know a lot of people hate it, so I should probably. Keep my mouth shut about it, but I, I, I kind of, oh, you know, ha- I, is it hated? Yeah. I don't even actually know this. Yeah, it's it's getting it's getting a lot of criticism um, for it's a portrayal of you know uh, yeah. the characters and, uh, but I, I mean it passed the time for me. I mean I think everybody's gonna watch it this Christmas. You know, yeah, I it's be a- exactly. That's why I did. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to be part not? of the cultural conversation. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we got a comment back on your uh, on your on your pranks from uh, Nicole Kyle. She says, "My small college had a prank culture, and the rule was they were allowed if they could be they they were allowed if they could be reversed within 24 hours, and the prankster had to reverse it if the victim wanted. <laughs> so as long as you walked it back, basically, <laughs> <laughs> you could prank and then unprank, and wow. that's it. Um, like, how, how can you do that if a prank is like shaving one's head? You can't walk that back. You know what I mean? You, you so can't. Shave your head and your sleep. Put the hair Tell them, oh, grow your hair back. <laughs> grow your hair back, mother. You could super glue the hair back onto their head and then they could walk around and still have like somewhat the correct placement, you know, if not a little haphazard. Dude, um, my dad had some crazy pranks that they did at his college for when they were hazing. Like, the, he, he tried to get into this fraternity, and they did really hardcore stuff because it was, like, in the 50s. <laughs> and they had to do things like, I mean, I could really get hardcore here, but I'll probably keep it a little like less hardcore. I mean, some of the stuff they did was they put, like, a brick in someone's pillow. So when they lie down, <laughs> they, like, smash their head on a brick. Oh, my God. Yeah, That's and funny. then... Other things they do That's is like they 
Somebody, no, isn't that hilarious? Um, they one of the other, one of the things they made my dad do was like lock. They locked him in a shower stall, like naked, I guess, with some guy, and they made them. They turned on, I guess. No, no, no. They made them just smoke like a ton of cigars for like an hour <laughs> straight. They just had to smoke all these cigars. So they're in this room that's totally like hot boxed, a tiny shower stall. And they basically got to the point where they just like puked all over each other. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's real. And they also made them wear like... This is another thing that he told... My dad did this. They made them... Well, he did the cigar thing, too. They put... um. They put two fish, like two raw fishes, <laughs> on, <laughs> on either end of a string, and they made them like wear it around their neck. And then, like the fish, they had to tuck them into their armpits, <laughs> and like go to class and sit next to the hottest girl in class, smelling like a raw dead fish. Jesus. And then, after, and then after class, they tarred and feathered them with the same so, honey, person. This, this is what the fraternity did to my dad and the other guys that were trying to get into the stupid freaking fraternity. Well, did he get in? Did he pass? Is it really? Yeah, is he it got in. It? Is yeah, it worth exactly. it? No, God, no. I mean, it's all ridiculous. I don't. My dad doesn't even know why he, what compelled him to do it. He just said at the time he just had to be in this fraternity. Like he was just so just gung-ho about being part of it that they did crazy, insane stuff. But yeah, anyway, just a little tidbit for you guys. Yeah, I feel like you can't really get away with that these days because someone would just film it and document it and it would get out and then it would be like a news story on BuzzFeed or something. Oh, I know. Like, no, they, this is in the 50s. You could do all kinds of shit. <laughs> like it was yeah, you get, they go to prison nowadays for this kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they did all kinds of, I mean, they made them put like peanut butter under their balls and stuff like that. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> peanut butter under one, their balls? That one's a classic. I think, so. or like between their penis and their balls or something. <laughs> but for what purpose? It makes for a delicious snack. <laughs> no, I think it was like peanut butter and like marshmallow paste or something. Like, Wait, it but makes then your what? penis and then... stick to your balls. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think. I mean, I could be making that like one up, but I feel mess. like that he's. I feel it's a. It's supposed to be a mess. It's supposed to be highly uncomfortable. The whole thing. <laughs> Uh, Jay Shingle says, I got hazed in 2008, about just as bad. <laughs> so I guess 2008 is, you know. Oh, oh I see. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Jay. It's, yeah, what's up, Jay? Um, yeah, well, I guess it has. I guess it hasn't gotten better then. 2008's not that long ago. No, well, remember that movie? I don't know if you know about this movie that came out. I forget. I think it came out around like 2000, maybe 15 or something. And they were like, it was about some college hazing and they did some hardcore stuff in it. But it was like, you know, it was a movie. So I don't know if they were trying to make it more hardcore. But I think it was with like, what's his name from Knocked Up? You know, the guy in that? Seth Rogen? Yes, yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah. And then I forget which broad was in it, but those two. There's <laughs> <laughs> some fucking broad in it, but you know. No, but like they had a kid and then the kid was trying to get into a frat and they did some stuff. I forgot what. I forget. But they, but in the, the point was that like it was a modern day thing where they did have some hardcore things that they did to you know haze people or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> right on, uh, Laura. What have you been watching? I see a couple things here. Right, right, okay. Um, I'll just try to stick to one thing, as you say. Um, I watched. Uh, I say, yeah. Right. What was I gonna? Say? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Let's see. I watched. Um, um, wait, where did I put it? Oh, yeah, here we go. Sorry. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Uh, well, as I mentioned, okay, I, I watched Treasure of Sierra Madre. I watched North by Northwest. These are old movies that I hadn't seen before. <clears throat> but the first of the old movies I was trying to watch was a bit of a commitment. It was Gandhi. You watched the commitments? Sorry. What? <laughs> you watched the commitment? Oh, that's a good rock and roll movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, Gandhi, I didn't even finish it. It's, like, really long. And I have to say, it's kind of boring. <laughs> oh. Great guy. I love the guy. I would give him four stars, you know, but five stars, maybe. But um, <laughs> as a guy. You would give Gandhi four stars? <laughs> I meant to say five. Um, but <laughs> Like, what does Gandhi movie, need to do? Good to- Lord. <laughs> what? What does Gandhi need to do to impress you enough to get beyond four stars? He needs to rise back from the dead and come and do another <laughs> I, I know. There, there's protest. Some, there's some things about Gandhi that would knock him down a couple stars if you do your research, okay? Why? I, mean, oh. I, I guess I yeah. don't know. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Yes, like what? Like, he was not nice. Oh, he was not nice to his wife? Yes. Mm, oh, really? Okay. So it, I didn't know well, that. Well, in the movie, they show him kind of, like, reprimand her, but then he got nice to her again. Now maybe there was other stuff that I don't know. But. Yeah, I don't think that. Ha- I don't think he was nice to her again in real life. Really, What's the like year he was on just that? straight up mean. What's the yes. year for the movie? Like, did he beat her or what? Um, there was a lot of there was that, and there was a lot of uh, unfaithfulness and stuff like that. Really? Like, that she just had to deal with if she, you know. It was that just- is so weird that he would be like abusive to her wife, but then a pacifist to like people who you know commit acts of war and, and like yeah. hate crimes and stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's bad. <laughs> wow. so anyway, I think your four star rating was apt as well. Okay. I mean look, he definitely helped some people, you know what I mean? But like Absolutely. made a big difference. But that movie, damn, they could cut some scenes out of there, I think. <laughs> it was just a lot of repetition and kind of like just general lengthiness if you know what i mean <laughs> and mm-hmm. while i wanted to learn more i just felt that i didn't need to see some of those scenes because they were gratuitous if you will mm-hmm. um but you know whatever it's fine uh, you know i like treasure sierra madre you know that was kind of fun we don't have to talk about these movies like i'm sure nobody cares <laughs> well I, I just I, I think treasure the sierra madre is one of the best movies ever made so i'm oh, glad really? you saw it I, oh, think, nice. I, I think it's really great yeah. it's pretty fun I mean, it's not my favorite movie, but like, it's. I really like the part where, um, I forgot his name, but the older guy, you know, like the night, the really good kind of redeeming guy, who ends up with. Well, yeah. I won't say the end, but I love how he's like, <laughs> and he's just like laughing for like fifteen minutes straight. It's really good. Did you see that video? At the that, end. <laughs> that reminds me of that crazy cult leader with the when 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 Biden was. It was looking good in the polls for Biden during this uh, during during the election, and that crazy cult leader kind of dude was like, "Biden says, or the, the media says Biden's gonna win." Ah ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> and like, did you see that? No, but it's oh my yeah, I have a theory about I have a theory about that. Now that's a real famous televangelist. I I forget his oh, name. Oh, that guy. He's been on TV since I've been a little kid, probably 20 years before. You know, he's probably been on since the mm-hmm. 60s or something. Um, but there's an there's an old uh, chaos magic banishing spell that has to do with very strong laughter with cr- in a crowd, and I think that's what he was doing. Oh, wait, uh, what? Th- chaos ban- <laughs> chaos banishing magic. 
There, yes, there's there's a banishment spell where you want to banish things out. Maybe he was trying to banish Joe Biden out of office or something. Mm. And you know, those guys all dabble in the black arts. Come on. You really and think so? What If you watch it, it seems like a ritual. It seems like a very culty ritual. It's wild. No, I watched that. I watched that television. I think if it's the same guy I'm thinking of, he seems hardcore. Like yeah. something dark. <laughs> uh, well, I can show it, but I, I don't think you guys are going to see this it's okay i've seen it show it show it show it to the people all right i'm just gonna show it to the people let's see if this works or i don't know if this will let's just see what happens here let me know if you do end up hearing it but you might be able to watch it live <laughs> chris flager laughed <laughs> or Hi, chris oh, you know what i don't think they're gonna be able to hear it but you can see it yeah I mean, that look... guy i've seen him oh you've mm -hmm. seen him okay Look, okay, it's wild. It. <laughs> that's that's the that's the end of it. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Oh yeah, I did see that clip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. If, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's wild. Uh, it's I'm gonna just, briefly it is mention. It's so crazy. I'm yeah, gonna briefly god. mention too before we get to the movie, which we should probably do in a couple minutes here, mm -hmm. uh, that I checked out a couple movies that are somewhat even in line. Oh yeah, sorry, I meant to ask you that. What have you seen? <laughs> no, it's sorry. all good. Um, that are somewhat in line with kind of this uh, this movie that we're going to discuss. Run is a, is a new movie on Hulu that is uh, terrible, but so fun to watch. Like it is- Oh, I watched it. You did? For your recommendation, yeah. What did, what did you think? It was fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like a fun and Run games. was fun. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's about- <laughs> what it is yeah 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 um so it's it's got sarah paulson right is that her name mm -hmm. um and she plays a mom who has a daughter who has like a lot of health issues and so she takes a lot of medication it's mostly mostly told i would say from the daughter's perspective and she's the girl's confined to a wheelchair yeah and so she's homeschooled and she uh so she's basically just always around her mom and then she starts to suspect that her mom is maybe slipping her medication that she shouldn't be and then it kind of just escalates from there but it's like it is kind of this lifetime movie um type of thing yeah like it's it's or not lifetime what no i guess yeah, yeah lifetime um where it's very dramatic and, and it's just over the top and it's just well, it's like a, a dramatic it's a dramatic story between a mother and daughter <laughs> living yeah. in a perfect suburban life but not so perfect beneath the surface and it gets wild. I mean, it's it's pretty. It was really fun. And then the other one I just briefly want to shout out to is Possessor, which I just watched. It's a it's a horror movie by um, David Cronenberg's son, Brandon Cronenberg, and totally is like a Cronenberg style film. the The practical effects in it were fucking awesome. There was a couple sequences, like dream kind of sequences. That's as best. That's as best as I'll describe it without kind of giving away spoilers, but. The movie is kind of like a, a sci-fi film about um, this machine that can take you into someone else's mind. And uh, this company has, that, that's like what they do in order to basically like assassinate certain people. They like possess someone through this machine and then they force that person to assassinate someone else. And it is, it's crazy. Like it was, it was a lot of fun and the practical effects were, were pretty rad. Um, oh so yeah, I would, sold. I'm going to watch it. I'm sold. Yeah, you should check it out. It, it's it's it's, I guess it's a little slower than you might think, but I was down with that. Like it, it kind of builds to these big moments, and then the big moments I think really deliver. Um, 
but yeah, I would I would say it's it's a pretty easy recommendation if you're into that kind of stuff. What's it called again? Possessor. Okay. It's got um actually there's a couple big names in it. The the oh God, what what's the boyfriend in Girls? Um, Driver. No, the other the other dude. He's he's the Jewish. One? Uh, no, no, not him. Oh God, I'll just look it up. Man, I'm Wait, so bad. Wait, boyfriend names. in Girls? Yeah, he's one of he's, a boyfriend of who? Oh God, I couldn't even remember. Oh, I couldn't Lena even Dunham? remember her name. No, not Lena Dunham. Um, oh, Jemima Kirk. <laughs> uh, Christopher yes. Abbott. Christopher Abbott is the is the actor's name, um, mm-hmm. and Jennifer oh, Jason um, Lee is also in it. Jennifer Jason Lee is in oh, a couple. Good. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, she was in Hateful Eight. That's what I always think of when I think of her. She's in tons of stuff. She's in Existence. She's in Single White Female. She's in uh, Fast know, Times at Ridgemont Fast High. Fast at Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> true, true. Not my favorite movie, but um, yeah, no, she's in tons of stuff. You like Fast Times at Ridgemont? I don't know why. I just don't. Well, I do know why. I don't. I don't like that movie because. I don't know. I just always thought it was very, like, really sleazy <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, it is sleazy. <laughs> it's not like a, it's not, doesn't have that wholesome quality that other 80s movies that I love and, you know, cherish have. Yeah. In my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, well, speaking of 80s movies, should we talk about this movie? Look at that yeah. transition, everybody. Wow. Yeah. Is it, that's an 8 out of 10 or a 4 Wait. out of 5 or what? what Dominic, did I didn't ask you, though, really quick. Did you have anything fun that you wanted to talk about in, just in terms of your life, love, and uh, the sweet hair after? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, I feel like we should start talking about this movie, and then maybe, okay. we, can, maybe we can work in a couple of these other fun sure. things you guys listed out here. Because sure, there's, sure. I mean, there are some things I guess I do. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel conflicted, but let's just start the movie talk. I said, I said we just start the movie talk. All right. Um, in that case... I'll be right back because I just have to get something out of the cupboard, but I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about Elves, which is a 1989 horror film uh, directed by Jeff- Jeffrey Mendel, and it stars Dan Haggerty, Deanna Lund, and Ken Carpenter. So Dan Haggerty, I would say, is probably like the biggest name <laughs> here and someone you may recognize. Um, what, t- tell us again what, what, what he did, Chucky. I think you know more about him than I do. Dan Haggerty was the star of a show in the 70s um, called uh, Grizzly Adams. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a it was a it was a pretty popular show. <laughs> he, he was he was like a a wilderness man. Right. You know I know I've seen him in something, but maybe it was just stills from that. Or is is he like any? Maybe there's some memes from that show that I might have seen. There might be some memes. Um, he's still working as we speak, but he's also been in a lot of B movies and exploitation movies, and a couple that have been tackled by Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. If oh, I nice. and he's 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 a he's in a Easy Rider too in like a background part, but it's very him. It's you can tell it's him. You know what I mean? I think Easy Rider was how he got his start, pretty much. Okay, yeah. I mean, I definitely saw Easy Rider. I love that movie. Like every actor in the '60s, that he got his start in Easy Rider. <laughs> Right on. Um, yeah, so Elves is about, um, well, I suppose it's about elves, um, but uh, elves that have been raised from the dead and are killing off people in, in, a, in, a, in a town. I mean, it's your classic horror movie setup, really. Um, well, I guess it's a horror Christmas movie, I guess you could say. Um, I mean, wait, hold on. Let me, I, I forgot to pull the poster, but this poster is also great. Um, that that kind of summarizes it as well. 
But yeah, uh, okay, look. So we are not going to talk any spoilers about elves. If you haven't seen elves, um, we're we're going to uh, kind of discuss more just the our overall thoughts on the movie and if we'd recommend it. And then we will get into the actual details of, of what goes down in this movie. So feel free to keep on watching if you haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, Chucky, let's start with you. What did you What did you think of Elves? Wow. So I didn't remember this movie at all when I viewed it. I've seen it before and I didn't remember it. I remember there was some various things in a mall. Sorry. Yeah. But uh, so upon this rewatch, it was quite a revelation. It has a lot of things that I love, uh-huh. which is, you know, uh, Valley Girls, um, Cool Puppets. Yes. Cool Kills. And I love, like I I love cheesy Christmas movies and I love horror movies. And it's always an ambitious feat when people try to do a holiday horror movie. It's been done a lot, right? Jack Frost, Krampus, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And this is definitely another Christmas Evil. Thank you. This is definitely another one. Um, So I think it's, I think it's important and essential in the genre of holiday horror. Uh, Does it hit, is it a home run? No. Um, does it dip, does it dip does it dip in like my was my attention span looking at Twitter many times during this movie yes so that's my overall thoughts I think I'm really glad I watched it though you know I'm yeah, glad yeah. it ex- I'm glad it exists right on Laura what did you think of Elves 1989 yeah um, some fun things but mm, yeah I'd say it wasn't for me like a home run as they say. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say, oh. let me stay off the bat really quickly. Um, yeah. when, when I was when Laura um, asked me to join you guys, and I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to do a Christmas movie." And my two I, I picked was this one and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is this beautiful movie full of artisanship and these beautiful cre- you know creations and this wonderful music and just like all these people collaborating and making this beautiful uplifting thing. And this is the complete opposite of that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, sure. But, so, I mean, I apologize and I thank you guys for sitting through Don't this. be sorry. Oh, it's no, totally no. fine. We watch all kinds of movies on this show. Like, yeah. it's actually fun for us to review movies that we don't love, you know, because, well, you know. I mean, this, is a, this is a gross movie in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, this movie was just mainly for me kind of boring. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, I like that that's your takeaway. Yeah, like, I mean... But, you know, <laughs> there's some fun stuff. You know, I like as I, I, you know, I like the practical effects, you know, as I always do in, you know, most 80s and 90s movies. But like, I just, I don't know. I guess also like the script was not great. <laughs> I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it's just kind I, of. I feel like what? a lot of Dan Haggerty's lines were improvised because um, he. Is he the granddad, grandfather? No, no. Dan Haggerty is Santa. Um, oh. protagonist and uh, oh. he'll say yeah. lines like this and this isn't a spoiler he'll say lines like do you know what's going on because I need to figure out what's going on and what's going on is what I'm going to find out like he's really redundant <laughs> with the lines so I feel like oh well someone wouldn't write that right he's just saying it they right? might <laughs> maybe they did yeah <laughs> he's like this is what's on the page I gotta read it <laughs> like, some of the some of the stuff was just like so kind of I guess sleazy is another word I would use for this like I mean, with okay, the first thing that the brother said, or one of the first things that her little brother says says to her is like, "You got big fucking titties," or so, something like that. And I'm just like, "Ew, get away from me!" This kid and I'm gonna is tell disgusting. What, what and it? then 
And I'm going to tell mom and dad or something? Or yeah, that's, gonna, that's the first hint of uh, incest in this movie. Um, well, there's that, but then there was like, oh, well, I mean, just also true. like when she's, you know, obviously they're, they're the character, well, not the brother, I guess, but the characters who end up paying for it do things that are just like so repulsive to me. Like the, the Santa Claus that she, she like sits on his lap and he's like, I forget exactly what he says to her, but it, oh, he says like, one word to her. He says oral. <laughs> oh right, yeah, that oral. was. Ugh, I was just like, this is so dark, you know, in a way. Oh, that's so gross. Which which begs the question, like, who is this movie for? I guess it was for like teenage horror fans in like the VHS market, right? But like, then why Kinda. would you think about a Christmas Santa? Like what? I like who? Who's dropping money into this movie to make this movie? Like, so <laughs> but I think that it's also. I mean, it does speak to the, the culture for sure. Like at the time was you know, more like that. I mean, there was a definite like sleazy aspect to 80s horror movie culture for sure. And not just horror movies. I mean, in all kinds of movies, but, but you know, some of them are just better made than others. I guess this one just felt like it was like taking the lowest kind of like parts of, you know, that aspect of 80s culture and just like throwing them together in this, in this particular set of lines and like not really trying to, dress it up in any kind of fun way. Well, I mean, there were some fun things, but I don't know. It was just like the acting was just not very good. And it was just kind of not to say that I did. I didn't need the acting. I don't necessarily need the acting to be great in movies like this, but I don't know. I basically just kind of wasn't really fully engaged. You know what I mean? That's I mean, yeah, and so yeah, yeah. ultimately I, it came down to just like it was kind of boring, but it was kind of a fun idea, I guess, like, you know, the idea of it. I mean, what it ended up being, you know, which I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who wants to see it and hasn't seen it. So I mean, I, I feel like if we say what it what it ends up being, people are going to want to watch it, which is a good thing. But what what what, what, what are your <laughs> feelings, Dominic? I'm so yeah, curious. Dominic. Yeah, we'll 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 get to spoilers, but I will also say if you're watching this and you haven't seen it, it's not really a movie that you could spoil necessarily because I feel like the fun of it is just watching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty with you guys as far as like. Yeah, it's slow and it's clearly not like a good movie, but I, I don't think I, I, I just feel <laughs> like I feel like if it was a good movie, then it would have to get a lot better for it to be good. But I actually feel like because but, it was bad in so many ways, it was fun. <laughs> you know, like But see, it, I think that there's yeah, okay, sorry, go ahead, keep going, sorry. Like I liked um <laughs> I, I, I liked the elf for one. I thought I thought the design of that was pretty cool. I liked the puppet work there. Can we, can we say that? Can we just get this out of the way that, that the movie's called Elves and there's just one elf in the thing? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, I was kind of waiting to like for the big reveal that there was going to be multiple elves, but it never really came. Right. Um, which oh, wait. I guess that's, that's a spoiler, just... but <laughs> oops. <laughs> um, well, no, but... okay, because in the 80s, there were, there were these movies that were, you know, Gremlins was such a big hit. So there's so many yeah. Gremlins copycats ghoulies and i forget the uh, cr critters and uh so and they even like allude to this to gremlins early on in this movie mm -hmm. so i'm like i cannot wait till there's just elves running all around this place in microwaves swinging on lamps right. it didn't happen there's just it's one weird elf. i'd say this movie seemed way older than 1989 to me yeah it did it but then like they, were making, been... what? they were making references to like um nintendo and the, the little kids right. No, uh, that's Ninja true. Ninja Turtle pajamas, which true, you know, but like okay, that's true. But like, if you look at like, I feel like the clothes that she was wearing, the main girl was wearing, and kind of like, well, just the way their house looked and everything, it just felt really, and just the quality of it, and maybe it was because of the upload, but like, it really looked early '80s to me. I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. The, li- the lighting is very bad in this movie. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, the movie's <laughs> terrible. Yeah. But, like, I can have fun with a terrible movie. And I wouldn't say this was, like, a home run on the, like, bad but fun. But it was, like, fun enough at times. And, and there was, there was I was laughing a few times throughout. And, like, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of fun to kind of, like, I watched with my roommate uh, and my boyfriend, and I felt like it was fun to watch with people and just kind of talk during it and kind of have it be more of like yeah. a casual watch. Sure. Yeah, that's a game changer. Yeah, that's this is a fun movie to watch with your pals yeah. hanging out, uh, making fun of it, or at a theater full of weirdos on midnight. I think this yeah. would be would be a home run, maybe. So. Yeah, I think as as a midnight movie, you know, with with sneaking in sneaking in a forty or something like this is totally a this is this is it, you know. Especially yeah. if I was like nineteen. <laughs> yeah, what, what, when you go when you go to like a crappy Wednesday horror night at the Alamo, this is basically every it has everything you want to see. It's it what has, you want. Yeah, it has the kills. It has the puppets. It has the the titty scenes. You know what I mean? So yeah. the bad acting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I felt like it hit a lot of boxes, and it was and it was pretty fun. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it's, I, I feel like you just got to know what you're getting into, which is you know, uh, very cheap and cheesy, but you know, can provide some laughs along the way. The friends well, we made along the way. Just to kind of clarify, <laughs> though, my stance on it, it's not like, I mean, I knew it was going to be a bad, you know, like a bad movie in, in that sense. And I'm totally down with cheap, cheesy and, you know, B movie style. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. it just wasn't for me, like, hitting the marks that I would want for that kind of movie in general. Like, for example, the movie The Stuff, you know, I, I really enjoy that, you know what I mean? Where that's a bad movie, too, and it's got really bad acting and pretty bad writing. But at the same time, there's an energy to it that keeps me going. Like, I think that basically it comes down to the energy, you know what I mean? And it doesn't matter even if the lighting is bad or, you know, stuff like that or if the acting is bad. But if there's a good flow, then anything can work, you know what I mean? But for me, this just didn't quite have that flow, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not top tier bad. Right. <laughs> I actually preferred that the other movie. We watched uh, Christmas Evil. Christmas on, Evil. On I like show. that one more too, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I had a preference for that as well, but to me, it's you know, it's like mid tier bad, low tier movie. <laughs> Do you think yeah. they would work in a double feature situation? Oh yeah, definitely. Could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is programmable. I mean, Christmas <laughs> Evil is not like good either. I mean. There's definitely some good moments, though. Like, the thing about Christmas Evil is there's just a couple of moments in that movie that are laugh-out-loud hilarious. Like, you gotta watch it. I mean... (laughs) Chris Flieger is commenting, bad lighting, incredible color correction, all caps. (laughs) Y'all should see this movie just for the color correction. (laughs) See, I see this is a technical term that I know that that I know Flieger knows very well, but I don't know what exactly is color correction. Is that like post they fix things or something like that? Like with filters or something like that? Yeah, I mean basically when they color movies. (laughs) It's it's just Okay, Yeah, it's like when you shoot it it looks pretty flat and, and it doesn't really look like much just right out the right out of the camera. But then color correction is like, that's when you're actually fine tuning the look of any film. So like th- basically it's just the actual. Well, now I have, the colors. now I have to rewatch it for the color correction. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you may yeah, I think he's to. joking though, because it's not like you can really tell because it's like the lighting so bad. You can't even see the color. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like, Chris, Chris, if you're joking. joking or not. Well, for me, it was just hard to tell because it was like a YouTube rip and like I couldn't really 
like it, it was it was somewhat low quality. So I I mean I, I couldn't I comment might... on the color correction. <laughs> well, I will say this: like that it wasn't so. It probably looked pretty grainy, like on the regular VHS as it was. But the yeah. upload I found to also be pixely. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it was definitely I mean. a copy. Yeah. So yeah. that was just you know the unfortunate factor of watching it in that way. But you know, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Let's. I, I Although I wonder s- if Chris was serious about that. Like, I wonder if. Clarify uh, comment, Chris. Wait, Chris, have you even actually seen Elves? <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> no, yeah, you've seen it. Chris, Chris says yes, dear Chucky. I hardly know what it means either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like mastering a record. It's like okay, right. you mastered this. It sounds the same, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It is actually right. like that's that. actually very much what it is. Like. That is very much what it is. Yeah, um, it like means a lot to people who are actually working on it, but means very little to anybody else. Um, that's right. their job to make yeah. it mean li- li- to make it seem like there's no never Effort, mind. Yeah, Just yeah. carry on. Uh, uh, let's get to spoilers. Um, right. As in, like the gloves are off, and we're going to talk specifics about this movie. But I would say that if you haven't seen this movie. Might still be fun to just listen, you know, to <laughs> might be fun to hear more about this movie and maybe be even more enticed. Um, but if you do care, you should tune out is uh, the, the gist. So with that in mind, um, Chucky, why don't we why don't we flip it over to you? What what's a, what's like a sequence of years that's that stands out from this movie? Well, it stands out right away. Like I, re- I was, I was in right away because the movie starts with three valley girls, and I love anything with a valley girl in it. I'm a valley girl. I, it starts with three valley girls doing a, a ritual in a graveyard or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, like one of the lines right away is like a girl's like, "Oh, I, I want to use magic to get this boy," and then someone else says, "Well, his dick is bent anyways." And so that's <laughs> one of the first lines. So I like that a lot. And then. Um, uh, so just the, the, the ritual happening, uh, that, that happened. Do I, do you want to go through the, the plot or you're asking yeah, me? Yeah. Well, it's the, the kills in particular are interesting. So these girls, they make this, zo- this zombie elf come out of the ground. You see the hand come out and the, the elf starts killing people. Now, um, the girl, the main protagonist, uh, woman, uh, the, the girl who the elf is trying to kill, she works in a mall. And then we have Dan Haggerty, who's working as a mall Santa, but he's an right. ex-mall security guard. And these murders start start happening, and so he's investigating the murders. Um, I really liked a mall setting. I love anything in a, any movies in a mall, and that's probably why I like Fast Times at Ridgemont High so much too. Any movie in a mall, and I was hoping the whole movie would stay in the mall. I know I was. Do you too. like? You are. You seem to me to be someone who's very into '80s culture. Yeah, I mean, it's or like '90s culture. No, I'm, I was born in the 80s, and I was what? raised in the Valley in the 80s. And Can so, I ask what year in the 80s you were born? 1980. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, So you're so, born the same – you're the same age as my brother, Brent. Yeah. Oops, I probably shouldn't have said that out loud, but okay. Look okay. oh. <laughs> um, young for our age. No, just kidding. No, he just doesn't like people to know his true age. He never has, even when he was like 10. Oh, we, should oh. Spend, we should spend as much time on this as possible then. I'm sure Sorry. he'll really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, I, I look back on it fondly, like the way like a 50s. Yeah. On, you know, elf. sure. Yeah, as you know. do I. As do I. As do I. It's the mall is really an 80s thing, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. when malls came out? Uh, I think that's when indoor malls happened. That's right. when they released malls. <laughs> the hit. <laughs> the is there a movie called Malls? There should be. 
Well, there's mall rats, but I don't know. I can't believe you just came up with the greatest movie idea of all time. Just I know, malls. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's write it. But they, they better pay me for that idea. No. Early on in this movie, there's a shootout in the mall. Uh, and it's crazy because this is where all, all these things are coming to a head. So listen, spoiler. Here's comes the spoiler. Mm-hmm. The, the elves were developed by Nazis. And there's Nazis <laughs> in this movie. So there's Nazi elves. And you learn that throughout the movie. So there's these Nazis, Nazi guys trying to get the girl that the elf wants. And then the, the elf, the Nazi elf is trying to get the girl. And then Santa... <laughs> Is and this all goes down in a mall, and there's this sick shootout. It's like very evocative of Dawn of the Dead, and um, I liked all the mall stuff. I did too, actually. I and I'm with you. I kind of wished it was all going to stay in a mall because that the mall <laughs> sequence was actually really cool. Uh, Chris, by the way, just uh, commented. He says poetry excerpt from Elves 1989. Quote: Life is long and life is hard. Kevin's is thick and Dave's is a yard. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Which yeah, and that girl was like, she's line. like, is Dave's really a yard? <laughs> <laughs> they, they even steal a line from Dawn of the Dead in this. And one of the Nazis say, when hell is full, the elves will walk the earth, which is directly stolen from Dawn of the Dead. Oh, really? Okay, okay. I he thought also... that was from, uh, you know, Genesis. Night, maybe from Night of Living Dead. Um, what is... Um... No, not what is. What I meant to say was, I like that premise. <laughs> I mean, I like the premise of the, like the fact that it's like these Nazis, and then there's like a Nazi elf, and that they they need this girl to, you know, perpetuate their lineage or whatever the fuck it is. Right. Yeah. They're trying to keep the they're trying to keep the bloodline pure. Right. And so it's right. later revealed that her grandpa is actually her dad. Her dad. And her mom fucked her grandpa, and then now they're trying. The Nazis are trying to get the elf to mate with her to create some sort of elf human hybrid, hybrid thing yeah now wait a minute quick question i mean should we just be like spoilers they're out or yeah we're out Let's no, we're, go. yeah we're spo- okay. spoiling away we're spoiling weren't there actually like multiple elves at the end or am i tripping i think there was just one there was just the okay. one okay yeah i guess you're right i, I <laughs> guess you're right no wait she done after that elf though to a degree not in the movie but we are you know it's implied by the uh, little we, i know did we miss area. that okay so let yeah. me talk about i think they maybe have sex in a way that we don't understand maybe <laughs> um what is, is um let's talk about the mom for a second because there's a song love the about me too that's diana lund she was in a show called land of the giants so just to bring context to like we didn't watch grizzly adams in land of the giants obviously because there were 60 70 shows but so like this there were this movie was supposed to be working off star power of like old TV stars in a way you know what I mean okay and uh, so the mom is funny she's really funny she's very unlikable and she drowns a cat in a toilet at one right. point Did you that scene yeah did I remember Wait. it oh yes I remember I mean she <clears throat> it was hysterical to me how just senselessly evil she was no with, I was gonna like, say did no they ever backstory. explain why she was yeah did they ever explain why yeah, she was like her mean? dad uh did bad stuff to her, I think. Well, because the dad, right. well, like, they had sex, basically. Right, yeah. But, but uh, yeah, but I mean, like, the, but, like, she's not in on it, or? Well, no, I mean, I think that just is, like, explains away why she hates her daughter so much. Oh, she just, you like, hates I mean? the daughter. But it was just, like, and the comical. Grandma. It was comical how mean she was to every right. person around her. Like, she drowns this cat. She, like, was she the one who slapped the daughter, or was that the grandpa? I guess the it was grandpa. the grandpa. Um <laughs> But then, like, she's just screaming and yelling at her all the time. I mean, it was cracking me up, I gotta say. Like, every scene that she was in, I was like, here we go. Here comes another, like, fucked up thing she's gonna say to her daughter. 
after the mom after the mom drowns the cat there's a scene of the um the main uh, protagonist uh looking for her cat and she's screaming the name of the cat out the window and it sounds so crazy i don't know what the name of the cat was it's like the end of uh never-ending story or something when he's like yo shinoya yeah he's like call my name i don't know if i I actually know what she's really saying can you tell me oh it's in in uh, never-ending story what is it do you really want to know i don't care tell me you don't want to go on thinking she he he said yoshinoya the whole time because that's what i thought he said as a kid it sounded like he was like yoshinoya but i'll tell you what he really said i'm listening all right (laughs) moon child Moonchild. Well, they didn't make that clear in the. Sound. I know, but it's, I read you... the book. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you just put the subtitles on. <laughs> no, that be that would be interesting, though. Um, I wonder what the, they would say. The star of the Me movie. Too. <laughs> Go the ahead. Who plays Santa? I want to say a couple of things. He's smoking throughout this movie, and I haven't wanted a cigarette in a long time until I watched this movie because. <laughs> He looks cool smoking. And I got to say, Dan Haggerty, Santa's hair is beautiful. He has a beautiful head of hair in this movie. <laughs> it's like blonde? Yeah, it's like blonde and like kind of MacGyvery, like kind of Kind of bl- dirty blonde, kind of? Yeah, it's just beautiful. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I didn't actually... Fucking beautiful. I didn't actually notice that, but maybe, again, <laughs> it's worth a rewatch for that. Gorgeous hair. Wow, okay. He reminded me, he did have a bit of a, he kind of had a bit of a Kevin Smith kind of vibe, didn't he? To a degree. Yeah, to a no jorts and no uh, hockey jerseys, but yeah. Right, no, but just sort of his vibe in a way. I don't know. Maybe it was the hair. But it, not but like if it was brown though. He's a very sweet man. And it's funny because at one time right, he, he's he a lives sweet in man. A, he lives in a in a, a, a Winnebago. And it's funny because he like gets a noti- a notice for eviction on his Winnebago, but it's like you can just drive it away to another spot, you know. <laughs> I know that he just lives in the mall. I mean plenty of things yeah. don't make sense. <laughs> But maybe that was a joke. Maybe it was supposed to be a joke on, like by the filmmakers. They were like, so. wouldn't it be funny if they put an eviction notice on his Winnebago? <laughs> then he can drive away. I don't know. Hey, can, you, can you help me with one scene? Um, yeah. Incest in uh, Not Side. There's a scene where like there's a car chase going on, and then I looked away for a second, and then I looked back, and then a car exploded. Could someone tell me why <laughs> yeah. that car exploded? He had a bomb. <laughs> he just like, he had a bomb with him. Can I guess say? he was just ready for this. And yeah, Kevin Smith had had a bomb and he like planted it in the car and then he dove out to, I assume, like throw them off his trail because then they would think that he blew up in the car. But I don't understand why they wouldn't then be suspicious why his car blew up. Like it all didn't really make sense, but I was into it. I mean, and I, and I love that was like where half the budget went. <laughs> yeah, that car scene. Yeah. And he's... I- he says something. He like walks away from the explosion. Like I'm getting too old for this, or some throw, you know, some some like like that that did not work. And then, well, we gotta use it because the car's on fire and we can't reset it on fire. I'm sure they. I'm sure they were <laughs> stoked to have that scene for the trailer. <laughs> They're like, all right, we need an explosion to get people in these seats. We need an explosion. We need a close up of an elf with a Christmas hat. All right, I'm gonna show the viewers the elf. Um, as my background, if you guys don't mind, is that okay? Yes, please yeah, do. Go ahead. You ready? Here. That's a good way to do it. The elf. <laughs> oh, oh, it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you fine, have it's to fine. be with them. There you, you go. must be with him. Yeah. The elf is great. I mean, <laughs> I love the look so of cool. the elf. 
It, it the elf is like the highlight. It's really scary in the movie. It is scary. It is. It he kind of looks like a, the crypt keeper if the crypt keeper had a nose. Yeah, yeah, the crypt keeper had a nose. And the, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't look very elfish, but I mean, no, he does not. I mean, a, he's a Nazi experiment. He no. looks like um, more. What do you call that? Wait, there's another word for that kind of being in the fairy realm, but I'm blanking on it right now. So come back to me later. Okay. <laughs> Chris, Chris needs help with the scene. Uh, he says, in the beginning of the film, where the three girls convene as sisters of anti-Christmas outside, oh, with, no blank- with no blanket raw to Mother Earth, why the freak when Christian... Why the, why freak- the freak out? Oh, why the freak out when Christian sets the candle on the ground? Yeah, I guess I don't know either, but she, but they all just decide to grab it and then bleed all over each other, which thus causes the ritual to ensue. No, but only one of them gets the cut. It's the main girl, right? What, what were they originally out there to do? Do they're going to do a spell, right? To like get a boy or something? Is that what it was? Or I don't, I don't remember. They were, no, they were doing an anti-Christmas ritual. Oh, she hated Christmas. I remember. Okay, got well, it. not. I think that it was like more in the spirit. I was guessing when that happened that it was like in the spirit of more of like a pagan tradition, because huh? pagans were overruled. You know, they were basically outrun by or not outrun but basically taken over by christianity you know what i mean well christianity pretty much put an end to um the, the kill- pagan i get it and yeah you know i mean so i'm thinking that maybe that's why they were doing that like I, the most important thing to any horror movie a slasher movie from the 80s is definitely the creativity of the kills and the kills aren't very creative in this movie however i think believe it's the first kill in the movie is uh um Mall Santa gets his balls chopped off while he's doing coke, and that's creative, and I liked that kill. Yeah, I, I was that was uh, setting the bar high, and I thought it was going to maintain that, um, oh, wow. but but it did not. It did not. That was the highlight. And uh, the was, only breasts we get to see in this movie are when the mom dies. So uh, breasts? Uh, that's yeah. not true. Oh, really? The, yeah, you see the girl's breasts in the shower when she's taking a shower, and I'm like, they don't. Remember- when they first show that, I was just like, they did not need to show her boobs just then. Like, there was Wait, no reason for it. They did. And then I thought, well, they showed a little bit, just a little bit. But then we watch different versions. No, but then but then I guess they kind of explain why you see her boobs, which is because not very long after that scene, her little brother goes, you have really big tits and I'm going to tell Santa or someone. <laughs> Whoever he said. He says, I'm going to tell everyone. And if yeah. you tell oh, yeah. You tell everyone in school, my sister has great tits. Like, they're going to think you're weird, dude. Don't do that. You know? <laughs> oh, by the um, way, you know who I think that kid was? You know who I think that kid was? Oh, who? Is that Stifler from American Pie or what's his name? Oh, wow. What if it is? That'd, I from, think it's him. That would be great. It yeah. really looks like him. Look it up. I, I will. I'll look, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> um, let's see. I mean, I no, because otherwise his name, I feel like his his name would pop up when you. I'm looking at the cast. I think it's what, what was his name in the movie? I don't know. No, but he would be on the main cast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What do you? Am I Willie? Was it Willie? His name Willie? Christopher Graham as Willie? Wait, are you looking on IMDb? Doesn't it show his picture? It's not on there. Yeah, he's not on there. I think it's just a nobody. Yeah. I think he became nobody. Look, if I was in that movie, I'd be like, yeah, I was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, Willie's the little boy. And uh, there's a great line in the movie where Willie, the little boy, walks in and he goes, 
is everything all right? And uh, the, the girl replies, no, Willie. Gramps is a Nazi. Oh, like, yeah. Actually, I did like that line. <laughs> yeah, it's very casually delivered. Um, there's was- a lot of over-the-top German accents in this movie. Right, right. Right, yeah. I had no idea that the Nazi twist was coming, but I was wondering, like, why is her grandpa German? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. what's going on here? I knew there was going to be a reason for it eventually, but it just was kind of funny how overt it was, like, in the beginning. I mean, (laughs) and also how just ridiculous over-the-top and, like, not realistic it seemed. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you know. So did she? I thought that was a cool. I did want to see. I did want to see the 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 child. You know, I was kind of hoping that there was going to be one last scene where, you know, she gave birth to this elf human. Do you think that she was like into it, kind of a little bit deep down? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, mean, into being the chosen one and all that, and like continuing on the. what? Skywalker it was her destiny, right? Like Luke Skywalker being a Jedi or something like that. It was like what was meant to happen. Right. So therefore, is she sort of kind of in a way into it? I mean, this movie is not as anti-Nazi as it should be. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's really not. <laughs> it's, uh, say more. <laughs> well, I mean, the Nazi plot is there, but like Grandpa's a Nazi and he's kind of lovable. And then like... <laughs> Not like we need to take down fascism in, in any way or shape or form in this movie. Like, that's not what it's about. And it's like, um, and then the Nazi elf wins in the end. So it's not, exactly, it's not exactly a, a it's not exactly a, a shitting on Nazi party, which all movies should be like, uh, you know, the Quentin Tarantino. But one. the Nazis are like, they are the bad guys and they're kind they of bad. Are, but they're also like these like grotesque elves that are. I mean, they're down with them. And so in other words, like they're monsterifying <laughs> Nazis to a degree. Well, they're just know. collaborating with the monster, I suppose. To a degree, yeah. but it could be a way more anti-Nazi, I feel. I agree. I mean, I agree. I'm just, you know, like, as they say, playing a devil's advocate, as they say. Nazi's advocate. <laughs> Elves advocate. <laughs> but also um, they're like, I mean, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Movies about the uh, elves of the Third Reich, but it's a third wrong. <laughs> there you have it, folks. <laughs> Was there anything that we uh, didn't touch on? Um, well, I, I really enjoyed the New Agey synth soundtrack, and oh, there's yeah, and there's that, one point in the movie where like a Salvation Army band is playing horns, but the horns are obviously MIDI, and it was just it. I think the soundtrack was glorious. I really liked it. <laughs> I really did actually like the a lot of the music too. Uh, that I, I can't believe I forgot to mention that. But yeah, I really liked this the in the chase sequence that like that just oh. kind of rocking song with like the the I don't know. It was it was just it was awesome. I I, I whatever that song was was by far my favorite. I, yeah, that one. And there's some great arpeggiations in the finale that are I believe are a Yamaha DX8 and. Um, <laughs> And yeah, the the score was reminiscent of um, Chuck Sherino. I forget. Hopefully, you probably knows, but um, the guy that did the music, the Chopping Mall, which is another great mall horror movie. Wait, do you know Chris Flieger personally? Yes. You do? How do you guys know each other? Uh, Through people. Oh wow! (laughs) There you go. There you go. There you go. Chuck Sherino. Yeah. So it's it's like the the sound. The guy really the the, whoever scored the movie really went for it, and I admire that. 
Yeah, and there was actually yeah. a pretty good variety too. Like they weren't just reusing the same thing. It, they they would throw in new new stuff all the time. I I liked the soundtrack a lot. That was a highlight. <laughs> yeah, let me just get it then. We see if I really missed anything. Um, there's a great scene where uh, the mom is kind of losing it, and it's before she dies. She di- she dies by electricity. Oh. Old classic. Ra- the elf pushes the radio in the bathtub, which is uh-huh. great. But she's like doing the crazy like mommy dear or uh, you know whatever happened to baby Jane lipstick scene, and that. <laughs> She she killed. It. She was acting her ass off in that. Scene. <laughs> I know. Like I wonder, do, what do the actors think in this movie? Like, do they? What was the tone on set? Like, did they? Think- I think they're thinking like I'm doing a really good job right now. <laughs> <laughs> I That's think what working. I want to know. It was a different time. Like these movies sometimes made a lot of money. Like they didn't know Friday the Thirteenth was going to make so much money. So maybe that's what they were banking on or something. You know what? Mm-hmm. This is be the Friday the Thirteenth of Christmas. Right. right. Well, yeah. the thing about Friday the 13th is like, <laughs> yeah, see, those are movies that like are really good. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they're campy and they're over the top, but then not all of them are good. Let's be real. I mean, or not Friday the 13th, sorry, Nightmare on Elm Street. Those are good movies. Friday- those, are, those are like really good movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though there's like bad elements to them, they're they're like. There's a really good, and I think it's just the directing and overall the whole production is like just obviously on another on another level. But yeah, and at the same time, it's like campy, you know what I mean? And it can be seen as like kind of bad, but then it's not; it's good. You know? mm-hmm. Dominic, will you tell the um, viewers how uh, she destroyed, like how 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 she wins in the end? Because <laughs> I think it's interesting. Do you remember? Uh, how the lead, how she overcomes the elf. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Wait, I guess she do? takes this, she needed like a crystal, <laughs> uh, which I didn't understand why she needed the crystal, to be honest. Oh, yeah, the crystal. Yeah, and then she just like pounds the ground with it, which On then the just sets off some fireworks. It, yes, so the, the whole time they're, they're like, <laughs> You're, they're building up in your mind like, oh, she's going to stab this fucking elf and there's going to be blood and it's going to be rad. And she, this elf is like right here and she's right here and she, she like crawls. stabs the ground. And- no, because I don't because you know what, though? She didn't. This is why I ask you guys. Do you think she was into it? Because I think oh. she didn't want to kill the elf. She wanted to complete the whole whatever the fuck. Their their whole traditional like thing was about they needed <laughs> they needed to she needed to complete the prophecy or whatever it, that's the and tr- and therefore it, that's why she became impregnated with the next third Reich. If, that, Reich. if that's really the motivation of the script, then I think this is a great movie because I didn't even think. About it. Well, I think that that really was what it was. I mean, that was what I thought at the end, kind of. Oh, you're so smart, Laura. I Maybe I don't know. Look at this analysis. Like this is c- come here. Totally tell me he's got the movie analysis over here, you know. I did not pick yeah. that up either. I thought that just killed the elf, but you know, I think you're right. I, really didn't. <laughs> I no, was also confused. Is... I was like, what's going on right now? The elf is gonna be reborn. <laughs> the elf didn't die, he went in her P U S S Y. And then that one's for the kids. Um, and then, you know, uh, became reborn as a little mini mini me as they say i liked when adults would spell things out as a kid and you're just like i totally know what you're spelling what's the <laughs> you know like you have to be so young to not know what they're spelling 
Yeah, that works yeah. for like dogs, and that's about it. Well, <laughs> like we're gonna go on a W A L K. How old were you guys uh, uh, when you stopped believing in Santa Claus? I don't even know. I don't remember. Yeah. Like uh, for me, there was no one defining moment where I was like, "He's not real," or because oh, he is real. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, no. I mean, for those kids out there who are watching. Um, <laughs> Why are we making one, this kid-friendly? We've never been kid-friendly. Maybe friendly. there's one out of the three people watching right now who are <laughs> under the age of who knows what. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there was never a, like, a moment in my life that I remember thinking, oh, wow, this is a whole big you know, mind fuck. <laughs> I do remember my neighbor is the one who told me. Uh, he was really? like a couple years older than me. Um, it, it was, it was me and then these two neighbors that we, they all had kids. And so we would all kind of hang out. Um, and we were all roughly the same age, you know, just a couple years difference. And I do remember he's the one who told me. And then I like, didn't necessarily believe him, but then I asked my parents and then my parents told me the truth. <laughs> oh, that's sweet of your parents to do that. Yeah. And I think my parents were like of the mindset that once I asked, they were going to tell me. You know, oh, like they weren't going to just straight up lie to me if, if I was like, Sin, like I heard Santa isn't real. Is that true? Like, and then I think that's what I did. And then they were like, well, yes, it is true. <laughs> wow. I, I believe in Santa until I was 24. Till when? I, I was 24. I'm just joking. Was, <laughs> okay. I thought you that was going to. remember gonna... <laughs> when you actually, what, was there a defining moment in your life? I was I was too old to still believe in Santa. I was like nine, I think, or ten, which I think is probably too old. Maybe nine or ten when you just realize that he, or when you. Yeah, when I like when I like put two and two together, I'm like, wait a second, this is silly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like my parents are buying this, so you just kind of like figured it out on your own. It didn't. It yeah, but I really, I really believed in Santa Claus. Like I thought it was like magic, and I remember waking up in the morning and the cookies being gone and going like, "Oh my god, he ate my cookies!" Like all that stuff. <laughs> oh, I remember the magic of it for sure. Like I remember wow. deeply believing that these presents came from this mystical being. So I it's like it totally does stick with too. you. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like I remember my dad being like coming in as Santa, and I didn't realize it was my dad. Like I really you thought you didn't. I'm such an idiot. I know. <laughs> That's so funny. Wait, your dad would come in as Santa and you thought it was really Santa? Mm -hmm. I oh, was this cute. This when I was really young. I was like five or six. Yeah. But clearly it leaves a, a lasting impression. That, that yeah. Well, I mean, it's interesting because like I would think that like I think that I thought those other kind of Santa Claus people that were, you know, at malls and stuff that they weren't really Santa, but that they were like Santa's helpers or whatever. You know what I mean? That that the real one didn't come until Christmas Eve, you know, or until Christmas, basically. Like, you were world Christmas Eve. You set your own rules. Yeah, basically, I guess. I think. I don't know. It's hard to, I can't really, to be honest, I don't really remember. Well, I was, I was told thinking. as a kid that those were Santa's helpers, that they weren't actually Santa, that they were like one of his crew who was just like, you know, putting on the Santa costume, but like, that they were still yeah. with Santa, but they weren't Santa himself. That's what I was told, at least. Yeah. And I bought Something, that shit. Maybe that's what I thought, too, I think. <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> any final thoughts on, on elves? I think we should probably wrap it up. We're at 830 here. Yeah, I think, uh, I think people should, if you're into this kind of stuff, I think definitely check it out. Yeah. And watch it, watch it with some pals if you can. It'd be great for, like, a group Zoom night, yeah. Christmas. Christmas night or something like that. I, I check it out. It's not. It's not a super. It's not any. It's not a, a 
uh, thanks killing or anything, but it's up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I think if you know what you're getting yourself into and you don't expect it to be great, um, or even like bad, great. I don't think it's even bad, great, but it's still like fun to throw on and just like have yeah. it on the background and, and chat with, with friends as you watch it. <laughs> it's obviously fun to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Nazis, elves, boobs. What else can you want in life? <laughs> Incest. <laughs> That's well, another Chucky. thing you can want in life. <laughs> <laughs> Incest. Um, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean, it's, it's part of the story, is all I'm saying. Right, right, anyway. right. Anyways, uh, Chucky, thanks again for being on this episode of Totally Tell Me. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, and thanks thanks for also uh, giving us that song in the beginning. Uh, You can can find it. Where is it? Chucky.bandcamp.com? Or is it the other way around? Chucky.bandcamp.com. Okay, cool. Uh, so if you liked the opening music, check out the rest of his stuff. It's all it's all there. It's all there for the taking. Um, yeah, oh, and oh, go one ahead, last Laura. quick mention: Foxtails Brigade just released a brand new song. We are not playing it on this episode, but we will play it on the next one. It's called "Hurry Up, John." If you haven't heard it, go to Spotify and check it out. Pretty proud of it. It's yeah. Out. Go ahead. Listen, listen to listen it to for sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, and if, if you uh, if you haven't seen Totally Tell Me before or, or listened to Totally Tell Me before, we post new episodes every uh, two Sundays. We, we go live every two Sundays uh, at 7 p.m. on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. So you can find us there, watch the next episode. Our next episode is going to be December 20th, and our guest will be Kramus. Uh, and we're really excited about that one. Whoa. So. Yeah. Tune in, and that's that's I think that's gonna be a wrap for us. So, thanks everybody for watching, and we'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of Totally Tell Me.